In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Reverend Father, dear sisters, faithful. The name of our Lord Jesus means Savior. And he is the only Savior. Now this is clear from his words. No one may go to the Father except by the Son, and he that, is, that believes and is baptized will be saved. He is the one who comes to save us. Even in the Old Testament, men were only saved by faith in Christ who was to come in the future. And now men are only saved by our Lord Jesus Christ. But saved from what? Well, it's very clear if we are in a state of sin, in a state of mortal sin, not in the state of grace, we must go to hell when we die. And if we die in the state of grace, we'll go to heaven. So our Lord is saving us from hell. He is saving us from being separated from him for all eternity. He is saving us by putting us in this state of grace, which is the whole point of our existence that we be united with God. Now, for the children here, and the younger ones who are studying their catechism, this is all extremely obvious because their faith is very simple, as it should be. But as we get older, sometimes this can become a little bit blurry because as we get older, we start to trust our own sight a little bit too much. And then our sight becomes blurry. An example of how this may work. For those who grow up, graduate from high school, and then enter into the world at work or at college, you start to see all the people around you. And those people around you don't seem to be all that bad. These are people who don't have the faith, perhaps heretics, or unbelievers of whatever kind, agnostics, atheists, and those people that we may be surrounded by with pretty nice people. They don't look like monsters. And at the same time, you may remember some of the people in your own church who do seem like monsters. Maybe we know some people in our own family or in church who are not very pleasant, maybe kind of nasty to us or to other people, and are very weak and are sinful. And we may be tempted to say, as many do, well, these people here at college or at my job, they're better people than a lot of those people at church. But make no mistake, there is no salvation outside of the church. And in today's feast day, we see especially there is no salvation outside of our Lord Jesus Christ. Those who die without Jesus are condemned to hell forever, for sure. If we don't see a big difference then between our brothers here at the church 
who have the faith and have our Lord Jesus Christ, and those nice people that we know outside, was because we're stupid, because we're not very smart. And that's normal because we're just human beings. We just see with the eyes of human beings. We just see the outside. We don't see souls, but God sees souls. And he sees what's going on inside. And the only thing that God really, really loves is himself. Rightfully so. So what God loves when he sees man is Jesus. When he is in souls, God the Son. And if he doesn't see that, he sees not just man minus a halo. He sees a man who has rejected his creator and his savior. And that's why that man can't go to heaven. So what's the difference between someone in the state of grace as weak and sinful and nasty as they might be with all of their, all their faults and a really nice guy out in the world? One word, and that is Jesus. Our Lord Jesus Christ is both God and man. And thus he creates in the person of Christ, the second person of the Trinity, he creates a bridge between God and man in himself because he is both. Without Christ, there is no bridge between God and man. No one may go to the Father except by the Son. What he is by nature, then we become by grace. We receive God's life. We become like him. Now, all that having been said, still, when you know the people that you know from work or school or the neighborhood, does it still seem a little bit unfair that these good people are lost? Then we need to save them. It comes down to us, because if God has given us grace, it's not because first we were really good people that he thought so highly of that he gave grace to us. It's because he gave grace to us first and made us anything that we are. So we can't pat ourselves on the back for being these people that God loves so much. Rather, we have a burden placed on us because we're people that he loves so much. And if those other souls are lost, it's our fault. It's our job to burst the bubble that this world and even our Pope often has built up that these people and their natural goodness is going to save them. It's a lie. And it's our job as their brothers and sisters to love them enough to burst that bubble. Because niceness is not our savior. Our Lord Jesus Christ is our Savior, and he's the only one who will save souls. And what fearsome times we live in, that our Pope, even just recently, has rejected our Lord Jesus Christ by telling a group of people who came to visit him that 
we are not supposed to convert people, that it's wrong to convert people, that proselytism, converting souls, is wrong. And he reiterated it in the same meeting, clarifying, no, you're not supposed to convert people. So there's a fear sometimes that we live in where the Pope can say this. But what an honor it is to stand for our Lord Jesus Christ in these fearsome times. Our Lord Jesus Christ crucified and to adore and be witness to the only name by which men are saved, our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.